Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Career Contessa podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGowan. Today, I'm taking a detour from career advice to talk about something even more important, your health. My wellness journey has gone from basically non-existent with a two-hour daily commute to a Hashimoto's diagnosis and getting hormone testing. So yeah, I've come a long way and it's made a big impact in all areas of my life. That's why I'm so excited to have the Every Girl podcast host, Josie Santee, on today. She is a wellness editor, a health coach, and she has interviewed so many top wellness experts. So just in time for the holidays, when I know everyone's wellness might just take a little bit of a hit, Josie is here to share five science-backed practices that are totally free that you can try today so that you'll feel better, look better, and most importantly, prevent health problems in the future. And one important reminder, please take your time to rate, review, and subscribe to our show. Share it with your friends. One review actually equals a thousand new downloads. And that's the number one way that you can support our show so that we can be back here each week with amazing guests. And again, share it with all your friends, put it on Instagram. We always really appreciate the support and tag us. And now this is the Career Condessa podcast. Hi, Josie. Welcome to the show. Hello, Lauren. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you here as well. And you have one of the coolest jobs out there. And so I want you to tell everyone a little bit about your background and how you became the Every Girl podcast host. I feel like everyone would love the dream job of getting to interview experts on behalf of a brand that they love. So tell us a little bit about your journey to to getting this role. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. I agree. It is my dream job. The most fun I could ever have. So I completely agree. And thank you. Yeah, I've had a an interesting path to get here. It is never obviously like one size fits all, which I always think it's funny here in these like creative industries, how people get their jobs because it's never one track. Yeah. So going back to the beginning, I, I started out as a writer. So when I was in college, I had an, an internship with Elle magazine in Paris. I was freelance writing for different publications. And eventually I got an internship one summer, my summer before my senior year at the Every Girl. And it was really because I wanted to, my family's from Chicago, the Evergirls based in Chicago. So after being, I lived abroad for six months. So I was like, I want to be at home. And I had been such a huge fan of the Evergirl since I was in high school, you know? So I was like, I know the Evergirls based here. Like, this is my dream to get an internship here. So I did the classic thing where I like emailed every email I could find every day 
trying to get the internship. Finally, I did. I got the internship there and just like connected so much with the mission. I loved my coworkers. I loved the company. I loved everything we were doing. So then after that internship, I stayed on and continued writing. Once I graduated college, I got offered the full-time job there as the editorial assistant, which was so exciting for me to like get a full-time job right out of college. I know that's a big win. And then ever since then, I have lived like 10,000 different lives in the Every Girl. I was the fashion features manager. So I was planning a lot of the photo shoots. And then I, I've always kind of been interested in wellness, but that really started to, to take over my passion. So then I moved more into the wellness content managing, then became the wellness editor. But then there was still something that I was like, something within me is missing. I loved what I was doing. Also, at the same time, I became a health coach, started my own health coaching company. So I like had a lot of things going on and I loved everything I was doing. But I was like, there's still something that's not being fulfilled. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And simultaneously, the company, The Evergirl, had been talking about launching a podcast and that had kind of been in the works. And at one point, it just hit me of like, that is what's missing for me is I miss connecting with people. You know, so much of what I did was behind a screen. And so I loved the idea of being able to talk to people. And I felt like I wanted to impact and help women on a deeper level than just what an article could do. So it really resonated with me. So I went to my boss, the editor-in-chief of The Evergirl, and I was like, do you think I'd be good at this? Like, I really want to do this. And and she was so great and supportive of like, yeah, let's figure it out. Let's make this work. Started as me and my my co-host, my CEO, Elena, launching the Evergirl podcast. And then it very much just trickled into, I took full, full reign of the podcast because it became like my love and pride and joy. And she obviously is CEO. She's doing a lot of other things. So I am so lucky to get to do this, but it's it's been a long road to get here a lot of different lives within the same company, which I know especially is rare for our generation to be at one company for their entire career. But I've been so lucky. Yeah, it's really interesting. You are merging these things that you're so passionate about and knowledgeable about, which is writing content, creating content, wellness, and now you... But the the Every World podcast is not just a wellness podcast. You guys cover every sort of topic, which is probably nice also for you to not only be siloed into just wellness all the time, even though... Totally. I do want to pick your brain about that because you have interviewed tons of incredible people, wellness gurus. And I think that we're really lucky because you're basically curating some of the best advice that you've heard into five specific practices. And I think wellness, people forget about it because, you know, obviously people listening to the show are very focused on their career, but you can't do anything well if you are not well yourself. And so I'm very curious to know what these wellness practices are that stood out to you as someone who literally is a health coach and studies wellness because, you know, especially at this time of year, people kind of forget to take care of themselves. So I would love it if you could kind of give us the rundown of these practices. Let's start with the first one and which, like, who did you hear this from? Give us a little of their background too. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yes. I have so many great tips that I'm so excited to share with your audience. But first of all, I, I completely agree with you. I think we often think of like wellness as a type of person, you know, it's like the wellness influencer. It's like the, that girl that wakes up at 5 AM and is interested in green juice. But I always say wellness is not a category or it's not a trend, or it's not something that you are either interested in, or it's not, it's like an investment you have to put in, in order to get whatever you want out of your life. So for people that are passionate about their career, I look at a career, almost like you're, you're training, like an athlete trains, like you have to think of how am I going to show up as my best self in my career? How am I going to have the energy, the vitality, the time, 
And wellness and focusing on your well-being is the way to get there. So it's not like one or the other. It's like an important tool to live your best life. So I'm so happy that you're bringing wellness to your audience. It's something I'm so passionate about. So the first one I'm excited to share with you guys is one of the most life-changing pieces of advice that I've heard received from our audience, something that we received so many messages saying, this literally changed my life, was one of our first interviews actually with Elisa Viti, who is a woman's hormone expert. She's the, the writer of Women Code in the Flow. She's this amazing, she's kind of like made cycle syncing mainstream, if you guys have heard of cycle syncing out there. So that is my first tip is to sync your life with your cycle. And I know for a lot of people, that's going to sound like pretty crazy. But when I first heard about this a few years ago, it, it really did completely change the way that I thought of how I treated my body because the female body needs different things every single day. Elisa talked about a lot of, or the fact that most studies are actually done on men and then of the studies that are done on women, they're mostly done on women that have gone through menopause. So all of these practices that we talk about, whether it's like HIIT workouts, keto diet, intermittent fasting, all of these things, the research has typically been done on people that do not have an infradian rhythm, which is the, the reproductive cycle basically that, that women are on. So it's going with the circadian rhythm, the 24-hour cycle, rather than our infradian rhythm, which is our about 28-day cycle. So what it means is that your body is primed for different things at different times and certain lifestyle factors, foods, exercise that might be really good for you one day in two weeks is not going to be good for you. So doing the exact same thing every day, eating the same thing every day is just not beneficial for women. And I'll give this example of how I cycle sync with my work, obviously as much as possible, you know, it's, we can't always have the ideal cycle syncing schedule, but for me, it has changed my life. I, I don't, I, the best way I can describe it is it feels like you're, you found a superpower because you're like tapped in, you're executing at like this amazing level all the time because you're working with your body. So for an example of what I do in your ovulatory phase, we are primed for networking. Like we are these master networkers, you know, we are ready, we're excited, we're engaged, we come off more likable. So that is the best time to be like having meetings, to be networking with new people. Like you will feel like it's easy to do that. You know, it, it won't feel like pulling teeth to have to go network. You will be ready. You will be like, oh my God, I just killed that interview. Like you really will. It's amazing. But likewise, if you try to do the same thing during your late luteal phase or your menstrual phase, you won't feel that. It'll feel like pulling teeth to try to talk to someone, to come off engaging. Like it just is not what your body's primed to do. During the menstrual phase, what you are primed to do is both hemispheres of your brain are wiring more than the rest of your cycle. So your body is more in tune to analyze. So what I like to do is reflect on the past month of like what went right, what went wrong. That's kind of when I have most of my like aha moments with my career is during my menstrual phase. And so giving myself the time to look at what can I do differently? What works? What doesn't work? Because you have so much intuition during that phase. Another example is like during the luteal phase, you are so detail oriented. So that's when I'll do all my more like administrative tasks, or maybe it's like scheduling because your brain can like focus on those details for a long time without getting burnt out. And I'm sure we've all experienced the moments where you feel like one task that you do one day, the next week feels like you're, oh, yeah. you're dragging your feet through it, you know, and yeah. that is because your body is primed for different things. So 
The first one I would say, I know I went on a tangent, but I could talk about cycle syncing forever, is to really start getting to know what your body needs and learning about your body and adjusting your body rather than expecting your body to do the exact same thing every single day. Yeah. And we should link to her book in the show notes. So if people are interested in exploring this topic more, but I always joke, like, don't mess with your hormones. Like they control everything. Like you're not going to fight them. They are always going to win. And it took me a very long time to realize like I work for them. They don't work for me. And I even have gone so far as to get testing. I have hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's and they actually did functional medicine doctor test me. And the point I'm getting to is between the hours of like two to four, I have this huge dip and like you need cortisol to basically like give you energy. And so I know between two and four, I cannot do creative tasks and I don't schedule things between two and four that are creative tasks. If I have something in the morning that's sort of menial, I save it for that two to four window. And I totally get why people say to you, it is life-changing. Just, you know, I think it's like the more informed you are, the better you can make decisions. And if you have the ability to control some of those things, why not? So we should definitely link to her book in the show notes so people can explore this more and read about it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Got it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the whoa, first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to the leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. My favorite thing about Shopify is its super user-friendly interface and the fact that it offers a wide range of customizable templates that allow you to take control of your online presence. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to meet you at your level. Shopify powers 10% of 
all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is here to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for their $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash careercontessa, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash careercontessa, all one word, all lowercase, to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. One more time, that's shopify.com slash careercontessa, all one word, lowercase. Your second tip comes from Kelly Smith, and it's about meditate for eight to 12 minutes daily. So tell us about this. And, you know, meditation, I'm not shocked to see this on the list. (laughs) (laughs) I know, which I hate. Like, it's always on the list. Everyone's always like, meditate, meditate. And I, listen, I will be the first person to say, I have heard all of the experts being like, meditation's it, do it. But it's been the hardest habit for me to build. So first of all, I understand. It actually took this conversation with Kelly to actually let it stick for me because I really learned why it's important and why it's effective. So she cited a lot of research that basically said that all it takes is eight to 12 minutes. So about 10 minutes a day, which is so different than what you hear of people being like, you know, 30 minutes a day, you got to do a Dr. Joe Dispenza meditation and like all this crazy shit. No, you are fine with just eight to 12 minutes a day. That's all it actually takes based on the research to make these changes in your body. So we obviously know of meditation is good for mood. I don't know. Like we have this idea of like, oh, we should be doing it. Kelly gave some really interesting data to explain why it's so important. So the first one is that the prefrontal cortex of the brain gets stronger and denser. So that means you're, you're rewiring your brain to have greater capacity to focus. You're getting greater emotional regulation. And then at the same time, the amygdala, which is a part of the brain that centers all of the anxiety, worry, stress, that part of the brain is getting smaller, which is a good thing. So you're basically lowering from a brain health standpoint, you're lowering anxiety, worry, stress, and you're improving your your capability to deal with those things while you're also improving concentration, focus, those things that will actually be healthy for your brain. Meditation also has physical health benefits, which I feel like this part, people do not talk about enough how much it actually is so crucial for your physical health. Kelly talked about a researcher named Sarah Lazar who found that meditation can increase circulation. It can lower blood pressure for people that have high blood pressure. There's also a huge correlation between mindfulness practice and the immune system, which I find really fascinating in a world where we kind of are obsessed with immune system regulation and and helping ourselves. You know, it's like what, especially going into cold and flu season, you know, we're all talking about like what supplements we can take. And I love a good supplement, but to know how much mindfulness actually plays into your immune system is so powerful and it's free. It's a completely free practice that can help support your immune system in this very powerful way that research has proven. So I I just think it's cool to learn how much meditation can impact more than just kind of what we think of like, oh yeah, it makes you feel good. It actually has these drastic effects for your physical health. Yeah. I have also struggled a lot with meditation. I always feel like I know it's short, but it's hard to do. I love a walking meditation. And I know that maybe doesn't totally check the box, but I love a walking meditation where you don't listen to anything. You know, you're not, I mean, you can have guided meditations, I guess, when you're doing them, but I find that to be sort of where I'm like, okay, I can stick with this if I do it this way. And sometimes I feel like finding, you know, the way to do it in a way that you stick with it is also really valuable. But I have actually felt calmer 
I used to come to work in the mornings with sort of this like anxious energy of like, oh, I have so much to do. And like, I was afraid to, you know, all the to-do list items. And it has calmed that a little bit. I don't know if that's because I'm really good about using my notes app more, or if it's just like the meditation piece of it. But you know, for me too, there's a lot of times stuff that comes to me during meditation where I then end the meditation being like, you can only control what you can control. And I, I think maybe just having that as a part of my vocabulary more often has also helped a lot. So yes, I, yeah, I, I totally that. know why it's on the list. I know it's going to stay on the <laughs> wellness list forever. So I totally get that. Okay. Tell us about the third wellness practice that has really truly made a huge impact for you. Yeah. So the next one comes from Olivia Armitrano, which a lot of you may know as organic Olivia. She is an herbalist. She's really cool. She's doing a lot of work in shifting the way that our you know, culture views medicine. One of the, I mean, she gives so many really amazing tidbits. If anyone is interested in wellness, I recommend going to listen to her episode because she gave so many really interesting things. But but what really stood out to me and what we heard from our audience that really resonated was how she explained that mental health is the most important thing to heal and look at when you are dealing with any physical symptom or chronic illness. She explained how the nervous system and emotional and relational health is literally the main thing that she'll focus on when she's working with patients, because that's how crucial it is for anything, for hormonal issues, for gut symptoms. A lot of it comes down to emotions and the nervous system. So she also talked about some interesting studies that show that childhood trauma and negative childhood experiences are really good predictors of chronic illness and autoimmune disease. So like what that shows, whether or not you experienced childhood trauma was that the way that we feel, our pain, our chronic stress, the way we speak to ourselves, the way our nervous systems have become wired impacts our physical health drastically. She also talks a lot about how the brain's perceived stress has a massive physical effect. So like talking about like, oh, you see a a bee floating around, you know, you're, you're thinking this is danger. There's danger here. What that does to your body, it sends all these different chemical messages throughout your body so that your body's able to either fight, flight, or freeze, which is everyone has heard of that. You know, that's obviously the stress response, but that also impacts a lot of other things in our bodies. Simultaneously, your brain is what's telling the rest of the organs and glands what to do. So Olivia used the example of reproductive issues is not just a problem of the ovaries or the uterus. It is the brain telling the ovaries or uterus what to do. So that is how kind of integrated our mental and physical health is. So learning how to feel safe in your body, learning how to feel safe in your relationships, safe in your life, like that feeling of safety where you don't need a fight or flight or freeze, you are safe that changes the way your brain and body is operating. And I I love how much she stressed this and like the research that she gave and the physical reasons, because I think that's something that I intuitively have always felt of like, it just, to me, just makes sense. Like when you're happy, your body knows how to thrive. You know, your body knows what to live for. And so to me, just kind of logically makes sense, but to have the research to back that, I think acknowledges something that a lot of people in our almost like Western medicine model have felt very ignored by. I, I always tell the yeah. story on, on the Evergirl podcast, but I remember I, I've always had all these period issues and I was having all this breakthrough bleeding and I felt this intuition. This was before I ever got into wellness. So I had no understanding of wellness. I, I had no idea, but I had this intuition that I was really stressed out. I was going through a huge life change. And I was like, I, I feel like this is something to do with it. 
And I will never forget my doctor saying, oh no, stress can't impact your body that much. Now I know all the research of stress is the number one thing that impacts the body. So it's just like the, I think the way that we view and in, in Western culture, we view stress being so separate from the body is damaging because it typically yeah. is the root cause of so many things. So I love that Olivia is, is speaking out about this and sharing the research to prove why this is factually true. Yeah. I mentioned I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disorder. And, you know, they don't know why it happened, but I got it recently, just diagnosed with it. And I had a very traumatic event happen in 2021. And the functional medicine doctor told me, she goes, look, we have no way of knowing how people get Hashimoto's, right? Like they can't say, oh, it was on this event. Like you broke your arm on the fifth and that's why you got it, you know, this disorder. Anyway, she was saying, I'm sure your nervous system and the stress of that pushed your body into overdrive. And that's partially how, like maybe not a hundred percent. And again, but it's, it's true, like extremely stressful events on the outside. I looked very healthy, but on the inside I was really struggling and I didn't know Mm -hmm. why also. And I think that's another thing about mental health versus physical health is like, it's like, if people can see it and they can name it, then they're like, Oh, okay. We can then, all right, you have a broken leg. Like let's help you. But if they can't see it and name it, I feel like, especially in the workplace, I found it was a real struggle for me to feel like, how do I go to work every day as my full self when I'm doing like, so it's really interesting. I'm not surprised that she has data to back this up, but also I really hope that there's more, we continue the conversations about mental health and there's more acceptance of take a mental health day at work if you need it without questions being asked. If you took a sick day, you know, a lot of times people are just, well, some people are nosing. They're like, oh, what'd you have? The flu, a fever, yada, yada. But, (laughs) you know, like in general, making it way more acceptable. And I'm not surprised at all that people who have very stressful moments of their life, that there is somehow a reaction or a result that comes from that sometimes further down the road. So my event happened in 2021 and the guy got diagnosed in late 2023. So that just tells you like, sometimes there's a delay with things happening too, which is, I think the scarier part about mental health for me is it's like, it's happening inside and you can't see it. And, and you know, who knows what the outcome will be, but that's, that's really good advice about like, just a good reminder, constantly like take care of that mental health. What, what is that thing that you have to do? Yeah, 100%. I, I, there's so much research too in the workplace that shows employers that stress, take a mental health day, take time off is good. They have better performance from those employees because, I mean, obviously they're more creative, they're more engaged, like they're not burnt out. But then also I think that there's probably a relationship too. They're not feeling physical symptoms. They probably have to take less sick days because they're getting less sick often when they can take care of their mental health. You know, I always say that like mental health and the way that we feel is kind of like the first layer. If we ignore that, then our body's going to scream at us in different things. If we're not going to acknowledge that little flag, that's like, hello, we need a little attention. Something's going on here. Then the body's going to keep yelling and yelling until it has to scream. And then if we're not listening, even then it's going to scream louder and different symptoms that are going to show up as, you know, even more intense pain. So yeah, I think it's so applicable to people dealing with work. And I think as, as employers, as people that are managers, I think it starts with that, with with yeah. allowing your employees to prioritize their mental health so that they can show up better to work. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One of my favorite things I started doing is in every one-on-one meeting I have, I ask them on a scale of one to 10, how stressed are you at right now? On a scale of one to 10, what's your overall wellness? And it's almost like when I'm going through the one-on-one I almost feel like I break it up into categories where I do like an EQ check, you know, an an emotional intelligence, an emotional health, physical health, mental health, whatever you want to call it, like a wellness check. And if I can encourage managers to do one thing, it's start working that language into your meetings with your direct reports in the one-on-ones and your team meetings on a scale of one to 10, how stressed are you right now? And just making it more okay to talk about, I think would also totally change the workplace. That's such a great tip. Okay, let's move into number four. Okay, so number four, I I wanted to put this one in because everybody loves gut health and everyone's talking about digestion and getting rid of bloat and all these things. So I, I know that people want a little gut health tip. And one of the most powerful gut health tips that is also one of the most simple tips of all time, we got from Taylor Burke, who is the founder of My Girl Wellness. She's also a health coach. She went through Institute of Integrative Nutrition and was focused on gut health, founded this line because, or she started this brand because she found no products that were working for her and helping to heal her gut. So she's done a lot of work for both herself and other people on working on gut health. And her most powerful tips, I swear to God, the most powerful ones were that one, to slowly chew your food. So to chew way slower than you think, to be mindful while eating, and then to go on walks after meals. Yes. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not about the crazy supplements and like do this and this herb and this crazy thing. Again, like I love a good supplement. I love a good herb, but I think sometimes we're ignoring the basic things. And so again, it actually, listen, the free things too, (laughs) you know, shockingly there wellness is not always trying to get you to buy a thousand things. Sometimes there are like the free things that really make the most difference. And it's like, again, kind of going back to the, the fight or flight response, allowing our body to sit in that rest and digest mode is often, I've actually found this with my own practice and my own clients, most of the time when people are dealing with bloat, it is because they are not training their body to go into rest and digest. It is not about the gut bacteria. It is not about having to take a stool chest and change XYZ. It, I swear to God, more times than not, it is about they're not allowing themselves to rest and digest. And then when you're doing that walk after meals, you're allowing your body to like physically like get moving. So then it's, it's helping the body digest what you just ate. So those things for me made a huge difference. I I've struggled from gut health my whole life. And for Taylor, they were her biggest game changers too. And we have heard from so many listeners being like, I cannot believe the amount of money that I spent on 
supplements and doctors and testing when that worked for me. Yeah. They're like, all I need was a 10 minute walk. Also, you guys should go look at glucose goddess. Her book changed my world. And she also recommends walking for 10 minutes after you eat. And it's a whole thing about spiking your glucose. Read it. It's going to blow your mind. We're going to have to put a lot of things in the show notes. So many follow-ups. Yeah, so many follow-ups, but truly what you're saying blew my mind. And I also think once you make it a habit, 10 minutes, not a big deal. I am getting a standing desk so that I can put a walking pad under my desk because sometimes, you know, I have little kids and sometimes they're napping and I'm still working. So I can't always go out for a walk, but I'm like, I am getting that walking pad because I truly walking more 10,000 steps a day has transformed my life. So mm, I, yeah. I should do a whole nother episode on that just because like truly to your point about some of the best wellness things are free. Like that's what I found. I was like, I don't need the cycle class, the yoga class. Like I don't need any of that. I need 10,000 steps a day and I truly feel a hundred times better. So that's I'm amazing. so on board with what you're saying about walk after your meals. It will change your life. Okay. Yes. Your fifth and final tip. Okay. So this one also comes from one of our very first interviews with Dr. Adrian Udeem, who is, she served as the medical director of the Cedar sinai Weight Loss Center before she opened her own weight loss practice in Beverly Hills. So she is like the top expert on weight loss. Like she's been in practice for so many years. She is like the best. Like if you've got the money, if you're a celebrity, like you go to her because she knows weight loss. And why I really wanted to interview her for the podcast I had interviewed her before for articles on the site and she was so profound in the way that she spoke about weight because, you know, obviously uh, weight loss has been a tricky conversation that even as a brand, you know, being the wellness editor, I have put a lot of thought into how we want to handle it because we don't want to attribute to diet culture. Like we're trying to move people out of that. So they don't feel like they have to be a certain weight or that they have to be working on weight loss. But at the same time, weight loss can be a goal for people. And we don't want to ignore that either. And so the way that Dr. Udeem discusses weight loss is to me, it was the most helpful and most like authentic way to discuss weight loss. That wasn't just about, you know, like, oh, burn more calories and eat less calories. And that's like, if that were true, we would all easily be losing weight. You know, if it was that simple, it would be that simple. You know what I mean? So what Dr. Adrian Udeem, the tip that she gave was to identify spiritual or emotional hunger first. So she even wrote an entire book about this called Hungry for More, which is basically explaining how our weight is actually just dependent on what else we're craving spiritually or emotionally. She talks about so many different instances, so many patients that she had where they were just trying to literally feed a different kind of hunger than physical hunger. So an easy example that we all know and love is like comfort food. You know, it's like when we're needing comfort, we reach to food because it's giving us that immediate dopamine hit, that immediate serotonin that's allowing us to calm down. Obviously that does not work long-term, but that is why we don't feel control of food. That is why we're reaching for things. It's because we're not finding joy in our lives, or maybe it's, you know, you're feeding a a stress. Maybe there's something from your childhood and that you're not, you know, feeling affirmed enough. So you're using food to affirm you. Like there's so many different reasons But the number one thing she says, if you are trying to lose weight, you have to start identifying spiritual or emotional hunger. Know what you're hungry for. Know why you're going to food, why you don't feel totally in control of food. And that is the number one way that everybody can focus on weight loss. And to me, that was so helpful because I I think when we focus on like calories in, calories out, like that, what I think is a bunch of, you know, BS and not really helpful 
is it's re- it's really not getting to the why. It's not getting to the why of the way that you feel about food, the relationship that you have with your body. You know, it's not really getting to the source of what's actually going on there. So what she's saying is get to the source, get to know yourself, yeah. get to know why you want to lose weight, because a lot of that will give you insight into what's not working for you so that you can make choices and feed spiritual and emotional hunger in a different way. And then that results in changes in your physical health. So that is my last tip. I know so many of my tips have to do with how much the emotional, spiritual, and mental play into it. And that is obviously not coincidence. That is by design, but I I believe, and that is what I teach. That is what we talk about on the Evergirl podcast so much is how dictated the way you feel in your life about your body, about your relationships dictates everything else in your life. Yeah. But I could also say as someone who interviews a bunch of career experts, when you feel good about yourself, things are going better in your career. Guess what? You are more confident in that interview. You are more likely to go up to that person at the networking event. And so all of these things, you know, play a role with each other. And so I, I really do think in order to bring your best self to work or to anything, you know, it's prioritizing these things, having knowledge about them. And so I love topics like this, especially because it's kind of, I'm sure people are listening, like it's kind of a nice break from all the career advice we have to just take a step back and be like, okay, but don't forget about yourself. I know we're always talking about things to do in your career, which feels like it's for other people, for your manager. And this thing is for you. And so I think these are all really good tips. And honestly, I love that so many of them are free, like the cycle syncing, meditating, going for a walk, thinking about is this emotional or spiritual if you if you are in the place where you're trying to lose weight. So, you know, I think overall, I hope everyone is taking care of themselves. This is your reminder to not forget to put yourself first. Josie, thank you so much. We will link to all of these episodes that you did on the Every Girl, plus some of the books from the experts. So the show notes will be full of good stuff, you guys. Hey. And you guys can catch Josie every week on the Every Girl podcast. We're actually doing a swap. So I'll be over on her show as well. But Josie, thank you so much for curating your time top advice and sharing it with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. This was so much fun. So much fun to talk about wellness slash work. Yeah, exactly. The the combo (laughs) is always fun. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Contessa podcast. Please take your time to rate, review, and subscribe. One review actually equals a thousand downloads. And that's the number one way that you can support our show. So we can be back here each week with amazing guests. We've linked to all of the Every Girl podcasts that were mentioned in this interview in the show notes. So go ahead and click on those to listen, get the full information, and also get people's resources like their books and, and so on. Lastly, if you are ready to jumpstart your wellness journey in a fun way, try our 100 day self-care challenge. In this free resource, we walk you through a hundred days of self-care with unique ideas, activities, and exercises, all totally free, all connected to building real self-care. It's linked in the show notes, and I'm sure you'd have a lot of fun doing it with a friend as well. So link in the show notes to download that as well. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.